Note concerning Joanna of Mar and Strathairn. This unhappy and wicked woman's descendants, as daughter of a princess of the Orkneys, and her husband Melis, Earl of Strathairn, is given in all the old Scottish genealogical works, and her marriage with Earl de Warren, followed up by her most unnatural treasons against her native country, are not less faithfully recorded. But it is something curious that, while revising this volume a few years ago, I met a paragraph in the Morning Post newspaper relative to this very lady, now dead upwards of five hundred years, and dated August 26th, 1831, almost the very anniversary day of Sir William Wallace's death. It was an extract from the Perth Courier, and runs thus. In preparing the foundation of the classical monument which Lady Baird is about to erect on Tama Chastel to the memory of Sir David, the workmen discovered the remains of an extensive edifice, intermixed with a blackish mould, in which human bones frequently occur, with stirrups, buckles, and other decayed fragments of ancient armor. In an excavation were found a quantity of black earth, the debris of animal matter, some human bones, a bracelet, and a considerable portion of charcoal, from which it may be concluded that the individuals whose remains were discovered had perished during a conflagration of the castle. The tradition of the country is <clears throat> excuse me, that three ladies had been there burnt to death, and as it is known that the Lady of Strathairn, a daughter of the Earl of Orkney, involved herself in the quarrels between Bruce and Balliol, and was, after the ascendancy of the former, in a parliament held at Scone in 1329, doomed to perpetual imprisonment for the crime of loisoi majestatis. It is no violent stretch of conjecture to come to the conclusion that this very lady may have been one of the unhappy victims whose remains have been thus accidentally brought to light, the excavation undoubtedly being the most probable supposition was that usually found in the base of the dungeon keep of the castle. Tom uh, Chastel, on the summit of which Sir David Baird's monument is to be placed, overlooks the whole strath and is even visible from Dundee. So far the note from the Perth newspaper, which was first appended to this almost veritable romance biography of Sir William Wallace in the edition of 1831, and on comparing the circumstances and dates of the period referred to, it does not seem improbable that such might have been the fearful end of that ambitious and cruelly impassioned woman. 
Earl de Warren was not a man to burden himself with cares for such a partner, after her treasons had become abortive, in the secret continuance of which, most likely, she had been discovered in some of her territorial permitted visits to her inherited lands in Scotland, and the relics of the other two female forms found in the ashes may reasonably be supposed to have been those of her personal attendants, sharing her captivity. The above coincidence of recollections between the far past and the present nearly, but passing events, may be regarded as rather remarkable, for the hill of Tom Achastel may be looked upon as an object recalling to memory two heroes. One, Scotland's noblest son, of full five hundred ages gone. The other, her boast on the plains of India, within our own remembrance. While the same summit brings two of her daughters likewise to eminent recollection, one that disgraced her sex in every relation of life, the other who honours it in all. The hand of the first would have destroyed her country's greatest hero. The hand of the second raises a tumulus. To maintain the memory of the example of such true sons of her country in a perpetual existence.